Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Isaiah chapter 38. In those days, Hezekiah became ill and was at the point of death. The prophet Isaiah, the son of Amos, went to him and said, This is what the Lord says. Put your house in order, because you're going to die. You will not recover. Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Then the word of the Lord came to Isaiah. Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life, and I will deliver you in this city from the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city. This is the Lord's sign to you that the Lord will do what he has promised. I will make the shadow cast by the sun go backward ten steps as it has gone down the stairway of Ahaz. So the sunlight went back the ten steps it had gone down. A writing of Hezekiah, king of Judah, after his illness and recovery. I said, in the prime of my life, must I go through the gates of death and be robbed of the rest of my years? Then I said, I will not again see the Lord himself in the land of the living. No longer will I look on my fellow man or be with those who now dwell in this world. Like a shepherd's tent, My house has been pulled down and taken from me. Like a weaver, I have rolled up my life, and he has cut me off from the loom. Day and night you made an end of me. I waited patiently until dawn, but like a lion he broke all of my bones. Day and night you made an end of me. I cried like a swift or a thrush. I moaned like a mourning dove. My eyes grew weak as I looked to the heavens. I am being threatened. Lord, come to my aid. But what can I say? He has spoken to me, and he himself has done this. I will walk humbly all my years because of this anguish of my soul. Lord, by such things people live, and my spirit finds life in them too. You restored me to health and let me live. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such anguish. In your love you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have put all my sins behind your back. For the grave cannot praise you. Death cannot sing your praise. Those who go down to the pit cannot hope in your faithfulness. The living, the living, they praise you, as I am doing today. Parents tell their children about your faithfulness. The Lord will save me, and we will sing with stringed instruments all the days of our lives in the temple of the Lord. Isaiah had said, Prepare a poultice of figs and apply it to the boil, and he will recover. Hezekiah had asked, What will be the sign that I will go up to the temple of the Lord? And so those last two verses explain everything that proceeds in this chapter. 
But there's some some interesting. Th- I'm not going to read the entire uh, song of Hezekiah, all of the the poetic um, response to his healing that he had. But I do want to return. Hezekiah was sick. He was at the point of death. We read in the first verse, and then possibly the greatest prophet who ever lived, Isaiah the prophet, came to him and said, "This is what the Lord says." Put your house in order because you're going to die. You will not recover. Now, friends, that is an unconditional prophecy. It's not a put your house in order and you'll live. It's not a repent and you'll live. It's you're going to die, so get your affairs in order. You will not recover. The Lord has spoken. You're a dead man. So what's Hezekiah's response? Now, remember, this is an unconditional prophecy. There's no wiggle room. There's no get out of jail clause. Hezekiah prays and weeps before the Lord, and he says, Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with wholehearted devotion and have done what's good in your eyes. And it says Hezekiah wept bitterly. Well, apparently Hezekiah's response to this unconditional prophecy, you're going to die, apparently his response moved the heart of God because immediately the Lord gave Isaiah a prophetic word for a reprieve of Hezekiah's death, giving him 15 more years. Isaiah is not even completely out of the palace, if you read the other accounts of this in Scripture. And so the word of the Lord comes to Isaiah. He's just given the word of the Lord to Hezekiah. A new word comes within minutes, and the Lord tells Isaiah, Go and tell Hezekiah, this is what the Lord, the God of your father David, says. I've heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life. Now, apparently, Hezekiah was was thinking this may not happen because the, the last verse of this chapter says, Hezekiah had asked, what will be the sign that I'll go up to the temple of the Lord? Well, the prophetic sign confirming this is that the Lord caused the shadow of the sun to go backwards. Friends, this is not the sun standing still. This is the sun's shadow going backwards. So as, as far as we understand physics, the rotation of the earth had to not only stop, it had to proceed backwards. Or the, either the earth as it moved through its rotation around the sun had to move backwards. All of which are, according to the known laws of physics, impossible. Nevertheless, the sun went backwards as a sign that God would heal uh, Hezekiah. Friends, the only other similar thing to this is Joshua chapter 10, where Joshua prayed that the sun would not go down during a great battle until they had completely eradicated uh, their enemies. And indeed, the sun stood still in Joshua 10. These two signs, these two prophetic events, these two displays of power show us that the Lord stands outside of nature. Nature is not a a closed system in which God does not intervene. It's not a system over which God has no control. The living God can do anything, including make the shadow go backward involving uh, the movements of the earth or the movements of the sun itself. And so in my opinion, other than the redemption of mankind by the sacrificial atoning death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, this is the greatest miracle in the entire Bible in terms of the upending of the natural order of things, the shadow going backwards in response to the prophetic word. Imagine this course of events. 
And I've been told that there are anomalies in the history of calculations in astronomy that show these two events, Joshua 10 and then uh, this episode from Isaiah 38, uh, that essentially the NASA clocks, when they were doing the space computations of time and the movement of planets and the constellations and so forth, uncovered these anomalies that are apparently measurable to this day. Anyway, Hezekiah gets a reprieve. Now, what is the method of the reprieve? Isaiah said, prepare a poultice of figs and apply it to the boil and he'll recover. So it was not enough for Isaiah to say, you're going to recover. He actually had something that Hezekiah had to do. A poultice apparently um, was made to take the poison out of the boil. Now, quick comment on this. Some Christians, uh, like myself, believe that the living God can be called on to heal you in times of sickness. I certainly believe that. But there are some Christians that believe something I do not agree with, and that's if you've asked the Lord to heal you, you should never participate in medical remedies. Isaiah essentially provided a medical remedy for the boil. A poultice of figs was somewhat of a natural remedy. Now, of course, it was divinely ordained to rescue Hezekiah's life. So in that respect, it was supernatural. But in another way, it's like a medical treatment. I believe that the Lord has given wisdom to men uh, for some medical treatments. Obviously not all, because um, some are debunked as the years go by. But if you're a Christian and the Lord, uh, you ask the Lord for healing, and you feel led to get medical treatment, don't let anybody condemn you that you're doing something inappropriate. Because here we have Isaiah the prophet himself preparing a medical poultice to apply to the boil of Hezekiah in answer to the prophecy, you will live and get 15 more years. I hope you understand my reasoning here. So don't um, don't scoff at the wisdom God has given to men, but don't refrain from appealing to the God of heaven for your healing either. So, Lord, we recognize that you're the great physician. We recognize that you're the one that rescued Hezekiah from death. We also recognize that you gave him this amazing prophetic sign that is beyond our human understanding in terms of the laws of of science and physics that we understand. But you, Lord, stand outside of all of that. You're the living God, and you can do what you promise, and you can do anything you desire. We ask, Lord, that our hope would be in you, our trust would be in you for our health, for our lifespan, and for any healing that we may need. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.